Dig up that old fossil. Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Dadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And another week has come and gone, and we have another episode of The Book of Boba Fett uh, to talk about. It's so good. I can't... Uh, every every week when I think, okay, now they're going to do something, like, it's going to be horrible. It's just awesome. I just love it. I thought of you for this one uh, as I was watching it, because I'm like, Dan loves Jabba's Palace, and oh my, like... There's parts of Jabba's Palace we could have only have dreamed about. We get before. kind of the behind the scenes of Jabba's yeah. Palace. That's yes. so cool. We saw we saw how the cheese gets made. <laughs> <laughs> we saw we saw we saw a lot of interesting things, and it's interesting, sort of from a big picture. I'm going to tell you what, like j- just to set the scene, as the episode began, the thought in my head was Star Wars fans are going to hate this. Okay, that was the thought in my head. And then as it started progressing, sort of started going, I was like, oh, they're really gonna hate this. And then something happened where I was like, they're they're not gonna, they're they're gonna totally hate this. And then by the end of the episode, I was like, they're gonna love this. <laughs> so, it went, so it went like from and and sure enough, I'm seeing more positivity about this particular episode online. But it's so funny because it starts off in a place where I thought, oh, my Lord, are, oh, the complaints are never going to end about this episode. Did you think the same thing or did I, you I guys did. Sure? Yeah, I did. Certainly for, for and I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about and we'll yeah. get there in a second. But um, and it, I but I think it was mostly because of the like for the first time. And I don't know what's going to happen. I've not really been following along with the reaction the way you have as far as like, how the fans are a feeling little. about the show. Yeah. And and but I until this past week, I was not aware of anything until like the scooter the vespa vespa gate or whatever you want to call it everybody's criticizing the scooters everyone hates the scooter gang by the way they're called the mods that's the name of his gang so can we not call them the mod squad please can we not not be their name i thought of the mod squad i also thought of the who the who was like their fans were the mods right right exactly (laughs) and maybe Somebody yeah. actually, somebody said that on one of my TikToks. Somebody, I, I posted a clip from our our, our podcast on, on TikTok, and somebody said, uh, "Influenced by the Who and 1960s British culture." That's that's what he said, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right." But other people and, said they look yeah. like Vespas, which is also 1960s Italian culture, right? Like it's just European, basically. I was I was waiting for um I uh they were pl- were they playing music in the tattoo parlor or in the mod parlor? I think they were. Yeah. But it was not a part of me was like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we heard like. Pete Townsend's voice reversed or something like that, or Roger Daltrey in reverse or something, just a little like shout yeah. out to the mods. Cause they are riding around on Vespas and they are, you know what I mean? Like, like surely, and I'm surprised um, I haven't looked. Pete Townsend is very active on Instagram usually. Okay. And um, I was kind of like, is, he, is somebody going to tell him about this? And so far <laughs> I haven't seen anything yet, but, I, but uh, yeah, that's um there's something going on there that I think um, not a lot of necessarily fans. Fans can be young, right? So they wouldn't necessarily know about all this stuff. So Right. For the first time, I saw like, a big wave of negative reaction to this show, and I was not aware really? of, of that happening. I thought there was. I thought there was a big wave. Maybe I'm wrong. Did you um, see it? Where did you see it? Well, just online. Online, social media, oh. people saying, I saw one person say, um, it's horrible, it's awful. Uh, maybe this is on TikTok, too. I probably saw it on TikTok, because that's where really? I spent most of my, t- my social media time. Um and yeah, and it's really, and then the, the, I think the one tweet that encapsulated all of it was like, you know, there's somebody quoting somebody that says, oh, this Book of Boba Fett show is 
looks like it was made for kids. And the person replies, dude, I have bad news about all of Star Wars. <laughs> because it's all for kids. Like, ultimately, it's all for kids. Right? It's, uh, it's all meant so kids can watch it. But we love it so much that our, our fandom has continued into our our adulthood yeah. and right and that's going to happen for the kids who love right. it now that's what star wars is right so it's okay that there are like brightly colored scooters we had fun with it we laughed about it but yeah. i'm not mad about that no you no, know there's nothing in this show that makes me angry like when i want like when you watch rise of skywalker there's things there that make me angry there's things where i'm like jj abrams don't you know what star like don't you realize and it's not based on aesthetics or anything it's just based on dumb story decisions based on the story he wrote Okay, like to me, that's that's a different scenario, right? Right. But for this stuff, I I just was really digging the vibe of this um, of this. I, I I from the beginning, I like the series. Um, there's a couple standout episodes so far, I think. But I, I I'm along for the ride. And by the way, I believe we were saying last week on the on the podcast that this is a slow burn to mayhem. That's where we're headed, and it sure seems to be heading in that direction. Oh, yeah, and we did yeah. get a taste of the of badass Boa Fett in this one. Like, that was oh, something yeah. I felt validated. I felt you should, you also felt validated when yeah. you called it last episode where you said, he, we're going to see him, like, just be horrible, and we do see that. So let's start at the beginning, and, yeah. and the early episodes that we we immediately start in the flashback, like, we're, we're in the back to tank, the back to, the fl- flashback back to, is what I've been hey, calling Dan, it. Dan. What? Back to the future. Back to the future. That's what it is. I heard somebody say it. I Brilliant. can't remember where or maybe tweet it. But I was like, oh, except I think they said back to, to the future. And I'm okay. like, no, that's back already to in there. the future. Yeah, back yeah, to yeah, the yeah. future. So this is after he discovers that his, that his uh, village has been destroyed. Everyone's been killed. And he's wandering the desert on his Bantha. See, first he scopes out Jabba's palace. Like this is, yeah. um, he goes over there, scopes out Jabba's palace and sees a ton of guards um, and basically decides, no, I can't do this right now. It's just too much for me. <laughs> I can't handle this. I have to come back when I'm, I have more my armor he needs his armor basically he's on a slow moving bantha right like (laughs) there's not too much you can do but it turns out a very uh, a very lovely bantha oh yes and that's the problem that's the problem fans are going to have is with his his relationship with the bantha oh no see i thought that we're gonna have a problem with something else okay when i watched this i was like i could just imagine all of fandom going like we know what happens here we know what he's going there to do we know what he ultimately gets because we saw it on the Mandalorian. We know. Why are you showing us what we already know? That's what I thought fans would be saying. Really? They'd be like, yeah, I thought they'd be going, we have 45 minutes and you're telling me that we're going to go see what we already knew happened. That's what I think. But, but I, hey, it didn't happen, did it? But I, well, I think because of what happens later on, maybe. But I think if it was that, the, if that was the whole episode, I think people would have just been... Yeah, I guess. And and I don't know. It didn't even occur to me. I was just watching it going, okay, this is what we, this is like, it's, it's the next step in the story, right? His like, we're having, we have two stories happening here of what happened to him at one end of the, of the timeline and the other end. Now those two ends, as we've learned are coming closer together. He spent a lot more time with the sand people than I, than I thought anyway. Like uh, it seems that he spent years with the sand people. Ah, oh, that the timeline here, I, I mean, that's, I, I can honestly say that, I mean, you and I have been following Star Wars our whole lives and I'm getting confused every now and again 
at the timeline and at where we are. And is he in the back to tank? Is he out of the back to tank? I, yeah. Like, and, and a lot of people thought in that first episode where you see the guy getting roughed up that that was Owen Lars. And uh, those were Star Wars fans. And it's just, no, no, no. It's like after Return of the Jedi, right? But then after Return of the Jedi with two timelines. So that's the confusion and the, the amount of time at which things are happening. I keep reminding myself, like, where's his armor? Didn't he get it already? And all of that stuff. And it's only because um, we're trying to put the pieces together in our head as it's unfolding live in front of us, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know the answers to some of those questions. Like how long was this supposed to be? In some ways, things seem quick. In some ways, they seem to be drawn out. It's, it's um, I, I, you know, I just don't think we really know. Do you think they would have been better served to, to, to tell the story from beginning to end the normal way instead of having the flashbacks? Or is it better to, for the pacing and to switch gears and to do uh, different things? Like, that's probably why they're doing it, right? To keep it interesting. But yeah. if they just started at the beginning, him crawling out of the Sarlacc and then go until the Book of Boba F or until Mandalorian, you know, that might have been more clear and, and maybe better story. I thought we were just going to get a flashback because we knew we had to see him escape, right? Yep. We had to. We had to see that. Like, you can't do this series and not have that. So I thought that's going to be him telling the story to someone. And we'll cut back. But I, what I didn't expect was that the flashbacks would be most episodes. Right. Um, and in some so, cases, most yeah. of the episodes. Certainly this yeah. one the, the was mostly flashback. Um, so he goes from so he, he goes checks out Banth, Banth, Jabba's palace. We see a lovely moment with him in the Bantha by the yeah. fire. Uh, one of the things with people a giant tongue, very <laughs> lot of tongue. He showed a lot of tongue that Bantha. Oh boy. Um, now people again. Another thing people are criticizing is the fact that he's too nice. He was they didn't like him in the Rancor. Somebody tweeted a I can't remember who it was tweeted an image of of Boba in the big red Rancor, and it was like a Clifford, but a Rancor, right? And he's a cuddly happy rancor people didn't like that um although he was not cuddly in this episode um but he does that again he's nice he's just nice to animals like he's you know it's again shows that he's a changed person he's not the yeah. same boba fett he was in the original movies he's different he's learned to love his bantha he's again if he's been there for years he's probably had that bantha for years it's probably like a pet to him right so i, I really don't think it's been years he uh, says, when they get to the Sarlacc pit at the end of this episode, he says, there is where I was put in all those years ago. He says that. Uh, I'll find the line. The Sarlacc pit. That's where I was trapped all those years ago. That's where I'll find my armor. It's been years in the present timeline. as a Right? Not the past timeline. It's been years. When he goes the back there with Fennec, we're getting ahead of ourselves. When he yeah, goes yeah, back yeah, there yeah. with Fennec. We're, we're, we're getting there in a minute. But see, yeah. see what I mean? Even seasoned <laughs> Star Wars fans are like, what happened? Where, where were we? Like, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I said, you know, as much as I gushed about this episode at the beginning, this opening scene of him in the mod shop or whatever i did yeah. not like it uh i i, I, I thought pe i thought people were gonna hate it <laughs> yeah i didn't like it i thought it was like oh this is so awkward and it's like the acting isn't great and who are these people i didn't like the music either i didn't think that felt very it felt like we walked out of star wars and into like cyberpunk you know that's kind of what we like it gave me those cyberpunk vibes or william gibson vibes yeah. johnny mnemonic <laughs> i mean you know? darth vader got the mod like he got the mod, right. but we didn't, it wasn't in a, it wasn't in a fly by night, uh, 24 hour tattoo slash wicker store or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. And, um, um, uh, 
and Luke got a mod on his hand, right? He right, right. That, yeah. hand, and that was done by a medical droid. So I, you know, I, I, I'm sort of confused about like you can get mods in various places. Like, could he have gone to visit uh, Amy Sedaris and got a mod there? Like, how right. how, how common is this, and where do you get and, it? But, and, but, but my question right. is, why yeah. did he have to do it? And sorry, I skipped this. I skipped part. It's a tattoo he found, parlor. He yeah. is exactly tattoo parlor. Yeah. Um, he finds Fennec. Sorry, he finds Fennec yeah. in the desert. Now, is this after Fennec encounter? The first time after Fennec encounters Man- Mando. Yeah. Right. That's that's the scene where we see him in the credit sequence or right before it walk up. Yeah. We see feet walking up to her, and then that that plays itself out again. Mm-hmm. And that's episode. what people, you think people are yeah. getting mad because we have to see they're like, why are we seeing this again? Is that people, well, that, people... well, I thought they would, but I'm not seeing lots of no. uh, because it's not, it's only for a few seconds that, that yeah. they're repeating and really just showing it from a different angle. Um, so and, and now we understand who he is. Like we and, and I think yeah. that's what the Bantha scene is for. The Bantha scene is really to solidify who this character is and who this person has become um, yeah. since crawling out of the Sarlacc pit. So uh, he he rescues her. He takes her to the mod shop. Um, has to whatever they do a bunch of stuff in her in her guts. They they replace a bunch of her innards. Um, and then they wake up and then he takes her back out into the desert in the middle of nowhere and then wakes her up. Kind of weird to do it that way, but okay. I thought that he had a long history with Fennec Shand. I thought that's what we were going to discover. I thought there was going to be a, hey, remember me on the, on Ord Mandel? (laughs) I thought there was going to be one of those, but there wasn't. He had just, he found her. He, uh, and um, that's how they met. Uh, which is interesting. I, I thought, I thought there might be a long story about bounty hunting or. But he knew like who that. she was, right? He knew he recognized her, yeah. so they they know each other. Um, I guess through circles, right? Like, uh, like if she could also very well have been part of the crew on the in the Empire Strikes Back, the one standing along that. You know what I mean? Like the bounty. Oh, do you co- think? Well, I mean, location. No, no, See, I I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that oh. she is a part of the bounty hunter community. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so you know, he knows who she is. She knows who he is, but she's never seen him without his helmet on, mm-hmm. right? And she thinks he's dead. Like everybody thinks he's dead. So, and they just have like a conversation about like, I saved your life. Um, now I guess she owes him and he wants her. To, this is when we start to to find out. And the other thing is, he recaps everything. He does everything. This is a kind of a little bit repetitive, though. He like everything that we've seen in all the other episodes is he just says it all right here. <laughs> so right, right. So right. we don't really need that. A little bit extra That's, exposition we don't need, well, but maybe vo- just to make sure everybody understands what's going on. And it's also the voiceover from the trailer where oh, we've yes. been waiting for him to say, "I was left for dead." On the yes, side yes, of yes. Tatooine. Yes, yes. And so he finally said it. Oh, and by the way, I think we're done with all the scenes from the trailer. Okay. Finally. Okay. I think we finally got to the moment where <laughs> we're going to see like. 100% new content in the next episode. But I, that was the, oh no, that's not true. Sorry, that's not true. There's okay. something in the trailer we have not yet seen that we will see, but mostly we've seen almost everything in the in that trailer. Yeah. And I'm glad we got that line out, but you're right. He summarizes it nicely. I do think, um, once again, I thought Star Wars fans would be like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. But I do think it's worth reminding people <laughs> because as, as we're proving today, as we're talking through it, I'm like, oh, really? Is that what happened? Is that the timeline? Is that what's going on? Uh, when you're when you watch it only once, which we have only done this time. Last week we saw it twice. This week watching it once, it's true. There is a blur factor and an excitement factor about seeing the show that that then makes you forget stuff. So we need to watch it. We will watch it again, but it's just one of those things that happen. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so he asks her. Oh, yes, he asks her uh, to help him go into Java's palace to get his ship. Um, to and he and he says, "My fire spray ship." He doesn't say slave fire one spray gunship. Yeah, fire spray gunship. And My I guess fire there's spray a spray gunship. People are upset <laughs> because he doesn't say slave one. He doesn't say the name yeah. of his his ship. And it's um, and people think, oh, it's because this name is slave and they don't want to say Disney doesn't want to say slave or whatever. But I just you know, I just, they're just reading too much into that. I just think that you don't go and say the name of your like if you own a boat, you don't say, oh, let's go find my my or um, what's a boat. Prince name? Mar- yeah, Princess Margaret of the Prin- Sea. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go find Princess Margaret. You say, let's go <laughs> find my boat. Like, you, like, let's yeah. go find my ship. He should just let's go find me. And he says fire spray, like whatever it is, like just to make yeah. sure that he knows they know what kind it is. And it's very important. Important. This is his father's ship, right? This is the same yeah. ship as his father. It's had. a class. It's a class of ship. Yeah, is what it is. He's not saying that's the name of his ship. Yeah, he's saying he's he's saying that's um that's the class of it. That's what that's what we're going to get. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's like yeah, it's a you know I'm getting my Chevy Nova. <laughs> and I, for one, I'm glad they showed us this. I was excited about this. As soon yeah. as I realized what they're doing, I'm like, oh, yes, we get to see inside Java's Palace. We get to see them. Yeah. And as soon, as, and then they said, we got to do a sneaky. We got to sneak in. You can't go in guns blazing because there's too many guards. I'm like, yes, I love stealth missions. Although I don't know how nobody noticed that glowing ball floating <laughs> around the – I mean, come on. It's got red lights and it's yeah. – zipping around how can you not see that um who knows but anyway they they yeah. fedex sends her glowing ball in there to, to scope out the area it kind of reminded me of the scene from like prometheus remember in prometheus when they're like yeah. mapping out the um the caves so uh and they decide to go in stealthily we have a great scene this is my gotta be my favorite yeah. scene from the episode just this kitchen Solid scene gold. oh my god it's so funny that's what uh, i think that's where i was like wait a sec this is good this isn't just what we've seen before this is something we have not seen before. Which right. is that there's a chef and he's he's basically General Grievous with kitchen knives. Uh, cleavers, really. With cleavers, right? Yep. He's got uh he's making dinner and um <laughs> and uh yeah, he's uh and you know that he can use those knives to make dinner or to attack you. <laughs> and then what's the name of the other yeah. droid? And is this the same one from the movie? I believe that's EV99 um uh, an action figure from return of the jedi i think that's who that is i'd I think be surprised it if it wasn't because yeah. we've got max rebo and 88 already so why not yep. i think that's uh yeah and and he's like what? oh it's the rats and so we learned that rats exist in the star wars universe i didn't yeah. know that was a thing a um what's that remember i oh, used womp to bullseye, rats, I guess. I used to bullseye rats, yes. womp rats in my t16 back home right <laughs> they're, not, they're not much bigger than a meter so I, I assume, I, well, I don't know. Those are giant rats. I always yeah, thought a yeah. womp rat was like a marsupial or something. Well, a meter, a meter stick is a long stick. So maybe yes. it's not a womp rat, a different anyway. kind of rat. But yeah, so they have, so they figure it's rats. It's not, it's, it's Fennec and Boba. So they're snooping it out. And then, so they have this great scene where they have to take out, um, they have to take out the, the, Cleaver robot. Uh, Fennec takes out the. Uh, oh no! Fennec ends up taking out the Cleaver robot after a great. Yeah. Like, that reminded me of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Look at all my swords, and she goes up behind him and goes like. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's a different. A different punchline. Yeah. Cuts his throat. Chops his head off. And uh, but yeah, great. I love that whole thing. And then they have to deal with the the rat catcher bot. Is that what you thought Star Wars? Did you think Star Wars fans would hate the rat catcher bot? No. Okay. I thought they'd like it. Uh, he reminded me of the pod racers. He's yes. right out of the, like my, right out of the prequels. Right. Like right. that's what he looks like. So yeah. it's kind of fun to see him there. 
uh, post Return of the Jedi running around and uh, he, he's fast. He's hard to catch himself. He's got like a rat catcher would be probably. And um, he's got a great punchline. He just turns Once himself again. off. He just turns himself yeah. off. It's like, no, I'm not no, dealing with this. Choo. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> I was left for dead on the sands of Tatooine. No, he tells the whole story again. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Every time he runs into somebody new, he has to tell them the whole story. All right. So, so yeah, yeah, that's great. Shuts himself off. I, I'm surprised we have, we have never seen that before in Star Wars, have we? A droid. A droid oh, just... we've seen uh, 3PO shut himself yeah. off. No, but we haven't seen uh, shutting yourself off out of fear. Oh, no, I guess not. I don't think we have, but that's uh, that was great. Uh, it's a lovely scene. 3PO powers himself. So if you don't mind, so I'll yeah. turn off now. No, go ahead. Yeah. And he just shuts down for no reason. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we go. Uh, so then they they have to get they get the ship back. It's a pretty you know exciting um, breakout of of the Jabba's palace. Uh, <laughs> he's like. She's kind of on the, it was, it was fun. She's on the, she's yeah. like balancing on the ramp. She's got a shooting at the guys and he's trying to get out of there and they have to figure out how to get the door open. I like the, uh, I like the hangar that Slave One was parked in. That was pretty, I like that. I just like the way that looked. It looked like Jabba's palace. It looked like, um, it looked, this uh, Slave One looked like uh, it did when we last saw it. Um, it just, it was, it was cool. It was, it was just neat to see it like parked there. And yeah before and then he's like i got i got some scores to settle he's gonna go settle some scores and uh that's that's also where things really were uh, a lot of fun uh, yes that's right so the first score is to settle as it turns out is with the sarlacc which is still alive um in the, in the, that was such a good scene and so he yeah. and, they, and the way they do this so he like points the ship into it so you can see yeah. down he's like looking he's down fly. into the thing did you ever think we'd see uh, the slave one flying into the Sarlacc pit? I was like, this is hilarious. And they've got the, they've got the glass facing in. Oh, hilarious. Like, I, I was kind of, I kind of yeah. wish they cut away to a shot of what it looked like from the other. They didn't really show us what it looked like. Because it the would outside. look stupid. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> they probably had that shot. They probably had that shot and you're just, and it probably, and, or it looked pornographic or it looked like probably something. <laughs> There's probably something, some good reason why they didn't show that shot. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they did it though. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, you're right. They would have. They would have thought of every shot, right? Yeah. So, um, so then he he's looking for his armor in there, and then it turns out the Sarlacc is still alive, right? And so, yeah. uh, um, it tries to eat the ship, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Again, another great scene where they have to fight it off, and Fennec uh, has to uh, flip a switch. Uh, bomb. It's one of Django's. Oh bombs yes, that we yes. Love. One yeah, of the yeah. bombs. Yes, that yeah, was so yeah. cool. Yeah. Now, what is Boba says? Never touch my buttons. Yes. Or something, or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Hold on, hold something on. Let's see like if I can that. see if I can find it here. Next time, don't touch my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Machete, don't text. No, I'm just kidding. But it, I have to say it once per episode now. But, um, um, yeah, like that. What a scene. Like oh, it's so fun. It just I thought we got everything we needed from the Sarlacc, but th we needed this. We needed him. We needed him to, needed yeah. him to kill it. We, we like. I mean, we yeah. assumed it died. We assumed it died in the in the opening shot of the of the series. But we need. We did need to see him actually like like shoot it and and yeah. uh, and the bomb and the way it blew up and that sound again. Those odd that awesome sound effect that that we love yeah. from uh, from the prequels. So a lot of connection to the prequels in this one, which is really cool. Yeah, there's um. I, I I like that they did that. That's great, and I yeah. like that they surprised us with the Sarlacc pit again. That's great. I will never see it again. I'm guessing. 
I think no. that's it for the Sarlacc, yeah. but it's too bad now, now that it's dead, presumably you could, uh, you could uh, go for a walk down there and see what, uh, what <laughs> well, kind they, of uh, interesting. Well, did she say lines. something about it, it dissolving? She said something, it was, something dissolved. I think, I don't it remember is? what the line was, but, um, but you could see like, when we looked into it, you could see like a stormtrooper armor. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, because of, she said the armor with the armor of dissolved because of this acid in the oh. stomach of the Sarlacc. Right. Oh, right. Um, right. And he says, "Not Beskar. Beskar would not right. get get eaten by uh, by this by the acid." Okay, so um, so then that's when we get the conversation. That's when we learn more about his motivation and what he wants to do. And this is where we, I think it's gonna like I don't think we're gonna get any more flashbacks after this. No, uh, when he gets, uh, you know, congratulations, you've been healed. Yeah. You know, yes. translation, no more flashbacks. Exactly. We're, we're caught up. Yeah, so three more episodes, and they're all going to be in the present day. But before that, they have this conversation oh. where he tells uh, Fennec what he wants to do, um, that he wants to start his own family, I guess, crime family. Uh, and, um, and he, like, aren't you tired of getting taking orders from idiots or whatever? I'm like, yeah, I kind of am, actually. What about the biker uh, gang? When did that happen? When did oh, shit, yeah, one? I about that part was that before the uh that the was kit? one of the scores he had to settle uh right. that was before the that was before the sarlacc sorry you're right that was the first score he had to settle that i love that yes. where you see them all drive and then from the behind you see slave one come flying out of the sky i was like this is hilarious but there's an implication and fennec says to him that it would take more than them to wipe out sand people and tuscan raiders yeah. Like she says that to him. Yeah. But he still he wipes them out. And it's kind of like, wait a sec, they didn't do it. That's what they that's that's the groundwork that they have laid for the next. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, yeah. I take that as to meaning it was the Pike syndicate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that the, seems to be the villains here. Yeah, they're the big bad. So so that's who who it was. But yes, and I and I thank you for reminding me about that scene because that's when we see the true Boba Fett. That's when we see him like just yeah. murder dozens of people. Yeah. No problem. He's just gonna gun them all down, drop bombs on them, and make sure they're all dead. Now we don't yeah. see any bodies, but I would have like if this had been a you know a high like for a not for kids, we would have seen, you know, bodies scattered across the desert as he flew away because that's what he left there. Um, yeah. And that's and that's what we wanted. Like, we want to know he is, does still have that capability to kill um, if he needs to, right? Yeah. Or if he or if he seeks revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of scary. Yeah, um, no, that's, a, that's a great scene. All of that stuff. Great stuff. And then, yeah, and then the Sarlacc pit. Sorry, I got so well, excited we, about the Sarlacc. We forgot to also mention that we see him um, again kill Bib Fortuna when yes. they. Um, oh yeah, they yeah right, and yeah. then again they yeah. they redo that whole thing again. Yeah, yeah. brings so, us right so up to speed. And you're right, scores. Yeah. He does have a weight bench behind that throne. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's doing weights. Yeah, but it, it looks like it was there before. It looks like Bib had that going on, so he just kind of took it over because yeah. this is the scene where he takes over from Bib, sits on the throne. Um, comes out of the back to tank. You're all healed, yeah. Uh, in more ways than one, emotionally and physically. Or so. she says something about those to heal. Those take longer to heal. Really? Is that a was that a line? That I, was a line. Yeah, I, I forgot but about again, that. Again, I and it, it just speaks to like I love his performance. Is great. She is great. Every he's so intense. Yeah. Um, you know, we know he is like single minded in his purpose. He wants this. He really wants to. Uh, and I ultimately and they they have not revealed it, but I ultimately think his his goal is to free. Tatooine. I think he's going to get rid of the pikes. He's going to get rid of all these guys and then ultimately let people, you know. He's not going to free Tatooine. He wants to be the crime boss. Well, I, but crime is a crime is subject. Subject. He wants to right? be the boss of Tatooine. Right. It's not necessarily yeah. crime. He just wants to be the the ruler and and be fair, right? And and right. 
and that kind of stuff. So then we get uh, towards the end here, of course. Then we bring this up, up to present day. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets out of the back to tank. He's all healed up. He heads back down to the um, the the cantina or wherever this place is, the brothel. Yeah. Um, and uh, what do we, now? I didn't see. We see the scene where we have um, chrysanthemum. What's his name? Damn it! I, <laughs> I had it. Uh, Chris 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 or Chrysanthemum. It's spelled like a Wookiee name, which yeah. is confusing. I think it's Chris. I think it's actually Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum or something. Like that. Anyway, Chrysanthen? it's the big Wookiee, the big big mean Wookiee yeah. that we saw in the last episode, who yeah. just kind of jog, as you said, jogged off, and apparently he jogged yeah. off to the to, to the, the casino, bar to the bar. <laughs> Um, where and I didn't understand what was happening. I did not like. He's looking at these guys, at these as uh, these Trandoshans who are having fun, playing yeah. whatever they're playing and winning. And he's still. And I didn't understand what was going on. Um, I understood afterwards, though. Do you understand? Did you understand? They're the Wookiee slavers, right? No, is that what was happening? No, I. Oh, that's what I didn't. thought. See, very I, confusing. Uh, I might be wrong. I think what happened is that they just they just beat him, and he lost money to them. No, but he wasn't part. He wasn't playing, right? I know, but I thought I don't. Anyway, it's confusing. It was all confusing. He's the drunk, angry guy at the bar. Yeah, he's 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 he. Everything makes him mad. But I I think um, I'm pretty sure that they're the Wookiee slavers. Who who were the Wookiee slavers in Solo? I don't Uh, remember. Trandoshans? I don't remember. Do we we even see them? Anyway, maybe somebody can help. Maybe somebody else let us know if we're around. But the, regardless, it's confusing. Um, and he, he, anyway, but it is your typical, like, yeah, angry guy at a bar, yeah. uh, gets into a fight. Um, uh, I, I'm always going to forget her name. I'm always going to call her Flashdance. I, so, I feel horrible. Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals, thank you. Comes out and tells him to calm down. I'm going to wipe off your debt. Wow, that's very nice of her. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll be all cool. And he's like, okay, fine. <laughs> and he leaves. Yeah. Now, no, well, both- hang on. He, he he's gonna kill the guy, but instead he just rips his arm off. Oh yes, that's right. He doesn't yeah, take yeah. her deal. Yes, that's right. And then we he finally get her. it. Yeah, I'll settle the debt myself. But yeah. I'll rip this guy's arm off. Yeah, so we right. finally got an arm ripping. We finally did right. get an arm ripping. In, in uh, now we did want to see that. We absolutely wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. We don't see him rip it off, but we see it land. <laughs> So and, there's, and there's a little yeah. bit of blood around. It's the same amount of blood as the arm in the first movie, right? Like that little arm that gets cut off. Of, uh, yeah, I didn't actually notice that. I didn't know. I noticed the arm drop, but I was so fast. I didn't really see. I think there's a little bit of blood. Anyway. Um, and then then uh, Boba Fett, who had just shown up to see this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he was just there to, to recruit the Wookiee because he just turns around and walks back out and, go, and follows him and says, want to come work for me <laughs> kind of thing. Right. right. Like basically he was just there to get he was not there to do anything else. Um, but to, to recruit his uh, his new bodyguard. Well, yeah, and uh, he's starting to see that he's going to need some muscle, and um, and so that's where he starts. It's a good place to start, that's yeah. for sure, because uh, that that Wookiee's badass, and I hope they don't kill him. Uh, oh, him because I'd like to see him in other stuff. Yeah, me too, and I, yeah, I would like to learn more about him as yeah. well. So yeah, I agree. I hope they don't kill him. Um, and then they go. That's when we see like, and this is you're right. This is a shot from the op. This is from the trailer of the all the crime mm-hmm. bosses at the table. Is there anything I'm forgetting before we move on? Sorry, I always no, I forget. Think, uh, I think those are the broad strokes. Yeah, and then we yeah, so then we get to the bosses, all the bosses at the table, and this is when he's and this, and these are to be clear. Now that we know, and and this is good that we had the presentation, the PowerPoint presentation last last episode mm-hmm. of all the different gangs in, yeah. in Mos Espa, because these are the people he's brought together to talk about this. And basically, right. he's asking them to band together 
and he, he very clear about it, defensive, be a defensive union or whatever against the Pikes to defend Mos Espa again. So that means that they're not going to aggressively move out, but they're also going to fight against them, keep them from coming in. That's yeah. what he wants to do. So, And there was a great punchline uh, where uh, I guess he says uh, the words that he's rehearsed uh, and then the rancors, fingernails come through the floor. Yeah, um, He's like, don't do it until I say these words. So he says those words, I guess. And then, uh, then the nails come up like rah, 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 just rah. just happened just happened to be sitting there, or maybe he's got a little button. He just kind of taps on the floor and gives him a little signal or something to claws up at this time. Yes, but yeah. I mean, obviously they meant to do it because the table is right there on top of the grate, yeah. so it was it was perfect timing. And then yeah, that's that's his power move is his rancor. Uh, still doesn't seem to work though because they're still not going to fight with him, but they they agreed not to betray him. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> sure, that's going to happen. Um, but I love that he asked them, like, agree not to betray me or whatever he said. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good scene. And once again, it's reminding us that there's a rancor down there because he's going to get on that rancor and ride it around. And it's yeah. going to be it's going to be like a joy to behold. Yeah, it's going to I'm looking forward to that. That's a, a pure action figure dream right there, which is Boba Fett riding around on the back of a rancor. We're yeah. going to see that on this show. So. Every, anybody who's saying that they're not getting what they want in the show, come on. Boba Fett on the back of a Rancor? Come yeah. on. And and, and yeah. so many different, like, and again, from a collectibles perspective, there are so many different figures that could come out of this. Oh. Um, they're missing and, yeah, the they, boat on that, I have to say. They're missing well, the boat. No, the, and it turns out that Fennec was, there is a Fennec, um, yeah. but this person that I saw on TikTok got it as an early release. They're part of a special club or something that you, you get. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He just, all he did, again, these people, TikTok, you have to be brief. All he did is hold up a box that said a name on it. So I guess I'm supposed to Google the name, but I'm not going <laughs> to take the time to do that. But that's, so because somebody said, how'd you get a Fennec or? ready and he did one like this i'm like oh. so anyway um that kind of stuff will be out and I, we are absolutely going to get boba fett on the top of a rancor as a, as a collectible as a set like together oh well we're going to see it on the show and we'll get it as a set and uh and maybe uh in future star wars properties we'll see him on the sea monster from the holiday special <laughs> anything's possible at this point yes, right exactly anything's yeah. possible and yeah. then we then we have the great ending of the show which is in, uh, with him and Fennec at the top of the tower and uh, and um, setting up. He's, hey, we got money. We can pay people to come help us. And uh, then we hear the telltale, whoa, 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 whoa. We know. We know who's going to show up on the show. Yeah. It's going to be the Mandalorian, and he'll be on the maybe the next episode, as early yeah. as the next episode. And that's the one thing we have not seen that's in the trailer we hear a little clip of the Mandalorian's voice in the trailer, a little tiny clip. Right. So uh, we're going to, we're going to get the Mandalorian and Dan, I'm going to throw this out there too. What if some of the muscle that he can buy, and I can't see how John Favreau would not do this. Okay. So we get the Mandalorian. What if we get a little Dengar, a little Bosk. I heard that. I thought that as well. A little Forlom. Like this could be the greatest collection of of classic star wars figures and uh, the mandalorian himself oh and who knows who else is hanging out with the mandalorian these days which which are the, which other mandalorians might he right, right right yeah because he could he's bring making... luke skywalker for christ's I mean, sake he could bring bill burr right we could <laughs> see bill burr oh yeah you know there's lots of different <laughs> places that this could go luke skywalker i want him to bring and then boba's like you knocked me into the pit you left <laughs> me for dead on the sands of tatooine 
I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's, no. too, it's too complicated to bring Luke. I heard a rumor that some someone started a rumor that they're going to do a, a age down um, Harrison Ford as Han yeah, Solo. Everybody's saying that, but how would that fit into anything we've seen? I don't know. They're, they're, I think they're just saying it because we had a, a DH um, Mark Hamill in the last show. Like that's they're doing, well. Look, they're going to do it again. I'm like, nah. I don't think so. I think I, it would. Yeah, I don't think so. No, it, it would be, and it, I don't think they. I don't think they want to show. Again, I, they, I don't think they're ever going to do that again with Luke, um, because they don't want to show like too much of the original characters how we remember them, right? Like that they exist in a certain way in those movies, and that's that's how they should exist. Well, I think, I still think I've, we're being set up for a finale. Like he's, he's settling scores, right? So I'm, I've said it before. I'll say it again. This storyline will resolve itself in one way or another. And then it'll be time for Boba Fett to go after Mace Windu. Uh, we'll, we'll hear, we'll hear. There's rumors that there's a Jedi Knight who was not purged. There's rumors about that. And he'll be like, who is it? And then we'll find out. That there's rumors that Mace Windu is in fact still around. He might even hear the story of Luke Skywalker. Like the Mandalorian could tell them Luke's like some Jedi Knight showed up. Hey, where's Grogu? Hey, where's yeah, your little like, green guy? So, oh. Hey, that's right. Some Jedi Knight showed up and that bridges the gap to Mace Windu and who knows what else. Um, I don't I don't know that Boba Fett's going to get revenge, try, wants revenge on Luke Skywalker. I don't think he would. He would. That was an honorable. No, I think he, he. I lost. think he would. Yeah. Knowing what we know about Boba Fett now, I feel like he would say that was all fair in battle. Like it was a battle. You're fighting right. against each other. It's hey, it's all good, man. It was not. It's all but, good, man. Uh, it was but, not. But um, Windu, and we've had flashbacks to that scene. We've had flashbacks to poor little Boba on a on a Camino, seeing the Slave One fly away with Django in it, and it's all to me that. There will be another season of Book of Boba Fett, a second book of Boba Fett, book two. Mm-hmm. And I think what they have to do is that, is, is that storyline. I think it's too good to pass up. And I think Samuel L. Jackson is, uh, he's a guy that does everything that comes his way. And he's made no secret that he would love to be back in Star Wars. And uh, I think we're going to get it. I think we'll see that. Yeah. But, but we won't see it this time, I don't think. I don't think we're going to see any indication. We'll have an indication that there's a rumor or something like that. That's where, where I think this is going. Yeah, and, and I got to say, like, you've been joking about this for years, oh, years yeah. and years on this podcast. Yes. Um, and so, and I always kind of just, oh, whatever, they're not going to, oh, you know, whatever. But now I have to say it's the most likely this has ever be, I, I do yeah. believe that that will happen. Like, it's 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 almost a given at this point. Um, I, because, I yeah, think, you're right. Yeah. The pace of the show isn't such that we're going to do that on this season. There's no way that that can happen. No, because we only have three episodes left and we want, and, and again, the way they're cramming all this awesome stuff into each of these episodes, yeah. like we want these episodes to be as crammed full of awesome stuff as, as we can. So, right. Yeah. I'm we won't get into that. Taking their time. Yeah. I'm happy. Like yeah. I, 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 I don't want it to just be like, like to me, the worst thing would have been like, well, I escaped this Arlock pit. I, I got my ship and I'm flying off this planet. I like that it's on Tatooine. I know people are sick of it or whatever. They don't want to see it, but I like it. I think it's, I think this is the right character for that story. After this, maybe we don't need to go back to Tatooine so quickly, Mm -hmm. right? Like this will be sort of like settle that storyline. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's good. I think the place that we have not been um, that is worth a revisit is Hoth. I think, um, I think that could be an interesting for somebody to go back yep. there, I don't know who, but it could be an interesting thing to be able to see that again. So 
Yeah. Um, but I, but I like this. I like where this is going. I don't, I don't need Boba Fett to get in to the slave one and fly to other planets in this season. And I hope there is another season. I hope yeah. all the bitching and moaning does not lead them to go, well, nobody likes Boba Fett or some stupid thing like that. Because I don't think, I think once the final episodes of this season are in the can, I think people will, uh, I think people will know uh, that what they got was pretty, pretty good stuff. I expect it. One thing is is clear is that this is not breaking through to the mainstream as much as the Mandalorian did. Um, True. Most people I know who are like fringe Star Wars, the people kind of people who just go to see the movies, mm-hmm. did watch the Mandalorian, but aren't watching this. Um, so I, I didn't I didn't expect that. I thought Boba Fett was like a beloved, widely known character, but I guess he's not. He's not as beloved as I thought. Um, or maybe people just don't care about him as much as I thought they did. But among the Star Wars fans, he is. But I just think in the, around the general general public, when people think Star Wars, they think Darth Vader, Stormtroopers, Luke Skywalker. They don't think Boba Fett, right? They think of the main characters. Well, here's a story for you. When I saw, remember when they remastered Star Wars and released it into theaters? Was that 1997? The first time they re-released it with the, spe- with the special edition scenes. So I remember being in the theater for that and... Uh, Boba Fett shows up on the screen and a portion of the audience goes, yay. And they clap and uh, Boba Fett goes, he's no use to me dead. And everyone goes, Oh, and everybody claps. Cause they're so excited to see him uh, in the remastered film. And I remember there was somebody sitting in a seat behind me who went, went like, who's that? And, uh, and the guy's like, well, that uh, he doesn't say much, but he's a cool bounty hunter kind of thing. Like had to explaining it on the fly. And I remember thinking like, yeah, like there's a lot of folks who, who went through that whole movie and it really didn't make an impression on them. They might not even see the connection between him appearing in Empire Strikes Back and then again, getting knocked into the Sarlacc in Return of the Jedi. And, um, you know, for a generation of Star Wars fans, Boba Fett existed as an action figure. And if you didn't play with the action figures, yeah, it's not, he, he's not in the films very much as, you know, as everybody knows, he's not in the film very much, but... Um, to people who had the action figure, like the imagination and places that we put Boba Fett <laughs> made him sort of this iconic thing. But so it's, uh, I think that people, once the series is in the can, I know people who only watch a series when it's, when every episode is up. Right. Because they are re- releasing yeah. them weekly, right? They don't have to wait. Yeah. want to have to wait. They want to binge it. Yeah. So people right. are going to wait to binge it. True. So I think that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah, think, uh, that's what's going to happen. Just to add to what you're saying, though, it, it, it's because we have so little about Boba Fett that you were able to create so much, right? Because yeah. you could do whatever you wanted. Like like the other characters have a bunch of stuff that you have to kind of um, stick to. You have to abide by their canon, right? When you're when you're playing, um, you can't make Luke a bad guy. That kind of stuff. But um, but Boba Fett, you can make him a bad guy or a good guy. Like he could he could change sides. He could do whatever. He was kind of a wish like not wishy washy, but he was like either or, right? So yeah, yeah you're right about that. That's a that's a great uh, point. Wow. Uh, the book of Boba Fett and Boba Fett's an open book. There you so go. You can you can uh, you can uh, write you can write your own ending if you want. <laughs> but I think I think there's one thing that I do not believe they will do, and that's kill Boba Fett. I think no. he was dead long enough. And they brought him back. And when you think about all, like, oh my God, what, what year was Jedi? 83? 83. So that's how long, that's insane that now there's a TV show um, uh, giving the people what they wanted in 1983. <laughs> like that's yeah. something. And that's maybe why some of the fan base doesn't 
you know. Well, maybe for some of the fan base, it's not what they wanted, right? It's it's something else because people people again they had different ideas of what Boba Fett where it was in their minds yeah. when they were playing with the figure, and this show is not what that was and that's i mean it's not what i thought either but it's okay i still like it like it, it's we do not create star wars we do but but we're not in charge of it so that's well, probably remember, a good thing i once mentioned on this podcast um kevin smith when start when it when it came out that star wars was get, like coming back and they're gonna make movies and i remember kevin smith and you know he smokes a lot of pot right is that is that's his story so <laughs> that's his, his thing now yeah right so his great idea and it's not great was that boba fett would be a time traveler and he would travel through time. So you could have him appear wherever you want him to appear because and he's like, that's the action figure. That's what we used to play with our action figures was mm-hmm. Boba Fett was a time traveler. So that's the only way, that's the best way that you could do this. And that's not happening. And nor, nor will he be killed. I, I just don't see either one of those. Once you get into time travel, that's pretty much a sign that uh, your series is spent. Oh, that's true, I guess. Um, well, yeah, we'll have to see. Now, in a way, I, mean, I think I kind of think of, of the flashbacks as time travel because we're shifting between time uh, periods. Well, but as, as we said, travel. it's yeah. confusing, though. It, it's Even yeah. that is confusing, as we've established. So, all right. Well, we got to wrap it up uh, for today, but we will, of course, continue uh, watching the show and let us know what you think. Uh, you can tweet at us. You know, we'll put all the links in the show notes. I don't want to say them out loud right now. Uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vettabunker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you?